Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three. Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself. Oh my MVP gosh, time! Windy City Assassin does it again! There are only three games left in the 2020-2021 NBA season. The Bulls' future for the playoffs is pretty much done. It's pretty much set. All we're waiting on is Washington to win a game, and it's over. But what a crazy year it's been. And, I mean, it's not over yet. This isn't a full post-mortem. This is just the reality of the Bulls miss the playoffs. They're going to miss the play-in tournament. You have to start looking at what's next And that's what we're going to kind of start doing on this week's episode of the Believe in Bulls podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Hi, everybody. I'm Nick Schultz. Great to be back with you again. Yeah, it's not over, but it's over. The playoff hopes are gone. That's basically a guarantee here. The play-in tournament, really, Washington needs to beat Atlanta tonight. And the Bulls will not make the play-in tournament this year despite being aggressive at the trade deadline and having the pieces to make the play-in tournament in the Eastern Conference, they're not going to make it. So we're going to look at what went right, what went wrong, but let's talk about the slim chance that the Bulls make the play-in tournament. And it is a slim chance. As we sit here now, this is May 12th, Wednesday afternoon at about 1.30 Central Time. The Bulls are three games back of Washington with three games left on their schedule. The tiebreaker scenario, if it comes down to it, if the Bulls win their next three and Washington loses their next three, the tiebreaker scenario would go to the Bulls because the Bulls won the season series 2-1. to one. I don't think it's going to come down to that, and here's why. Here's what's left on both teams' schedules with less than a week to go. Let's look at the Bulls first. Versus Toronto at the United Center, May 13th, Thursday night. At Brooklyn... With James Harden back, likely, that's 
coming out from ESPN, Malika Andrews, Adrian Wojnarowski, saying Harden's probably coming back. That'll be May 15th. And then the second half of back-to-back, back at home against Milwaukee. That's not an easy schedule. If you don't have the standings in front of you, if you don't know where these teams are in the standings, Toronto is 12th in the East, which is okay. That's about where the Bulls are. The Bulls are 11th. Brooklyn is 2nd. Milwaukee is 3rd. Now, let's look at the Wizards schedule coming up. As I said, tonight, Wednesday night, they play Atlanta at Atlanta. The Hawks are currently 4th in the Eastern Conference. And then the Wizards come back home for their last two games against Cleveland, 14th in the Eastern Conference, and Charlotte, 8th in the East. That's not ideal if you are the Bulls and your goal is to make the play-in tournament and eventually the playoffs because your schedule is significantly tougher than the Washington Wizards schedule. And again, all Washington needs to do is beat Atlanta tonight. That's it. That's all they got to do. Because then they will be three and a half games up when the Bulls have three games left. You cannot mathematically catch that team. That's just the reality. I'm not a numbers guy, but I can tell you, if you're down three and a half games with three games to go, your fate is sealed. The closest you can get is a game. Because if, say, okay, so let's say Washington wins tonight at Atlanta and the Bulls come back and beat Toronto tomorrow. The Bulls will be down three games with two games left on the schedule for both teams. That's what it means. Washington literally just has to win tonight. And the Bulls are out of the play-in tournament, they're out of the playoffs, and then we start looking at the lottery more than we already were. And also, Washington, we need to address Russell Westbrook passing Oscar Robertson for career triple-doubles the other night. That is, I mean, that's special. I feel like, I mean, I'm guilty of this too. Russ doesn't exactly get the respect he deserves because he doesn't win a whole heck of a lot. And, I mean, the winning percentage when he records a triple-double speaks for itself. I think they, I think his teams have only lost like 46 games when he's recorded a triple-double. But in the playoffs, he doesn't really win much. So I'm guilty of that too. But we do have to respect, I mean, that surpassing Oscar Robertson, who is widely considered one of, and it, depending on who you ask, the greatest point guard of all time, that is quite an achievement. And you, you've got to give respect where it's due. And I think Russ is going to carry Washington into the playoffs. I think they can win in the play-in tournament. I think he's going to carry them to the playoffs. So we have to, I just wanted to acknowledge that. Like, congratulations to Russell Westbrook. That's really, really impressive what he's done. And it's a big reason why Washington has gone on this surge in the second half of the year after the All-Star break and even after the trade deadline. And they're going to make the play-in tournament. Now, for the Bulls, they struggled after the trade deadline. And there were a lot of different factors there. Zach Levine testing positive for COVID didn't help. It seemed like they didn't really get to gel that much. They didn't really learn how to play together. And, well, they, I, let me take that back. I don't want to say they didn't learn to play together. It, it seemed like there's still issues playing together. And that's going to happen when you bring in a guy like Nikola Vucevic, who was the number one for Orlando, and he was really their only scorer. And then you bring him into Chicago with Zach Levine, who was the Bulls' number one, and really their only scorer. I feel like that's going to happen. I'm not overly worried about it, if I'm being completely honest. Like that's, That was an aggressive move by the Bulls, 
And I think it'll pay off next year and beyond. But the big thing now is getting that top four pick. And the lottery balls are going to have to fall the right way in order for them to get that, that top four pick. Because right now, they currently have the eighth worst record in the league, which gives them a 26.3% chance of coming into the top four. Now, they're up two games on Toronto in the standings. So if they can you know, make up ground that way and lose a few games and end up swapping spots with Toronto, they would have a 31.9% chance of a top four pick. The only two teams that are locked into their odds in the lottery are Houston and Detroit, which are the first and second worst records in the league, respectively. So they have 52.1% chance of top four pick and a 14% chance of the number one overall pick. Now, I'm not going to sit here and try to predict where these lottery balls are going to fall. There's no way to do that. I can't help but think back to 2019, the first year with the new changes in the lottery, when the New Orleans Pelicans, which had a 6% chance of the number one overall pick, ended up being in the top spot and drafting Zion Williamson. Meanwhile, the Bulls, who had 12.5% chance of the number one pick, picked 7th. And the New York Knicks, who had a 14% chance of the top overall pick in the draft, ended up picking third. So, again, there is no way to predict how these lottery balls are going to fall. And I, I don't know if the Bulls can get that lucky. I mean, last year jumping up to fourth was huge. Are they going to be able to get that lucky again? You can't bank on luck. However, you can make contingency plans if the lottery balls don't fall in your direction. And that's what I've been saying on the pod for a few weeks now. I've been advocating for a tank. They clearly didn't tank. They were trying to win, and they hurt their lottery odds in the process. But as we've heard, in 2019, it doesn't really make much difference with this new lottery system. Granted, I told you about what happened in 2019. Last year, it kind of went according to how the standings shaped out. I mean, Minnesota ended up with the number one overall pick, and they had the third worst record in the league. Golden State had the worst record in the league and picked second. Charlotte, obviously, they were they were kind of the anomaly. You know, they were the nine seed in the East and ended up picking third. They actually had worse odds than the Bulls to be in the top four, or in the top three, rather. They had 6.7% chance of picking third, and then the Bulls jumped up to four. They had an 8.5% chance. So the first two picks last year kind of went with the best odds. And then Charlotte and Chicago, obviously, they jumped up more than expected. So anything can happen when those lottery balls are drawn. The NBA lottery, a reminder, is scheduled for Thursday, July 29th. And then we'll have a better idea of what the Bulls' plan can be. Because the only way they keep their pick because of that trade with Orlando is if they stay in the top four. That's what makes that trade, you know, there are people on both sides. There are people that say, oh, it was a good trade because they were aggressive. Oh, it was a bad trade because they gave up their first round pick if they're outside the top four. I argue back. I think Arturis Karnaschovas is aggressive enough that he can he at least think about trading up into the first round because he's got pieces. He's got pieces that he can trade. And I'm going to talk more about who's staying, who's going in just a second. But I am not ready to rule out a potential trade up from Arturis Karnaschovas and the Bulls. Now, speaking of pieces to trade, 
Darnell Mayberry in The Athletic this week. He had a piece about who's staying and who's going for the Bulls. And I'm not going to read it word for word because it's at The Athletic and I don't want to read word for word something you have to pay for. But I'm going to give you kind of like my Cliff Notes version. Basically, the only players that Darnell sees staying, and I'm not I'm going to tell you if I agree or disagree, Going through his list, it's Troy Brown Jr., Devon Dotson, Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, Kobe White, Patrick Williams, and Thaddeus Young. Everyone else, he thinks is going. So let's do the math here. If you're going through Darnell Mayberry's list of players he thinks are staying, Troy Brown Jr. is one, Zach Levine is two, Devon Dotson is three, Nikola Vucevic is four, Kobe White is five, Patrick Williams is six, Thaddeus Young is seventh. Now, I disagree on a couple here. First of all, Troy Brown Jr. Is he a piece to keep and maybe have as a reserve? Maybe. I mean, if you can get like a good offer for him, might not be a bad piece to flip if you're maybe looking to, I don't know, trade up in the draft this year if you don't have your first round pick. I'm not entirely convinced he's staying. Kobe White, and this is something that Darnell wrote too. I'm going to lean that Kobe's leaving. I think they're going to flip him. But I could also see a reason to keep him as maybe, you know, a catch-and-shoot two-guard when you bring in your point guard, <clears throat> Lonzo Ball. <clears throat> Sorry, got a, little bit of, got a little bit of a cold there. But, no, I, I could see Kobe White staying or going. In my eyes, really, the only untouchable players on this roster right now, Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, Patrick Williams. Everyone else should be on the table. Even Thaddeus Young, who I said was untouchable this year. And remember, at the time when I said it, I said for this year, not into the future. If you can get a good offer for Thaddeus Young, send him away. My attitude is your pieces to keep are Levine, Vucevic, and Williams. Kobe White, you've got to be able to get a good offer for him. Otherwise, trade him. Lowry Markkinen's good as gone. I'm not sold on Troy Brown Jr. I know he's kind of a fan favorite, and he's gritty. He's got a high upside. He's a good defender. And I just think if you can get something for him, get something for him. Maybe use him as one of those pieces to trade up. I don't know. I don't even know who you would trade. To trade up. I think it depends on how the lottery balls fall, where your spot in the draft is, etc., etc. But my attitude is Levine, Vucevic, and Williams are not to be even talked about in trades. Everyone else is on the table. Everyone else should be ready to get a phone call saying you're traded. If there's one thing we learned about this new front office this year, it's that they're aggressive. You don't make a trade for Nikola Vucevic. If you're not trying to be aggressive, if you're not trying to go out there and win, this front office, Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley, they want to win. I don't think they're interested in a full rebuild. I think they want to win sooner than later. I think they were going to be in win-now mode, but then the product on the court was just that bad where they're not in win-now mode. I mean, I ran through a few weeks ago who all they traded away. Daniel Gafford, Wendell Carter, Otto Porter, Chandler Hutchison. Luke Cornett. I'm still happy Luke Cornett got traded. Like, that's a start. Now you got to get rid of the rest 
of the Gar Pax players and bring in your guys. Give it time. I think this offseason is going to be crucial. I think it's going to be a very busy offseason. And I think it's going to be so busy to where we're still going to have once a week podcasts come out, which is going to be a lot of fun. And yeah, I think this is going to be a much better offseason than years past for the Bulls. And I know last year people were complaining about the lack of action during the offseason. And I would just like to point out that Arturis said it would be an evaluation year and we go forward. I hope he's done with his evaluations and I hope he's ready to just start picking up the phone and trade, 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 maybe sign a couple free agents and see what happens from there. Now, let's look at the final few games here because we've got a couple minutes left. Let's look at the last few games. What should be the plan? No matter what, the Bulls are going to be in the lottery because in the play-in tournament, that doesn't take you out of the lottery as long as you're in the bottom eight of the conference. So they will be in the lottery. So do you compete for the play-in? Or do you, like, you know, rest your guys and try to increase those lottery odds? Because you heard the schedule. The Raptors, the Nets, and the Bucks. That is tough, man. That's a tough way to close out the season. Here's what I suggest. If you're competing for the play-in tournament, which banks on a Washington loss tonight, honestly, just hope and pray that Brooklyn and Milwaukee rust their starters because they're locked into the playoffs and maybe sneak out a couple victories in there. You've got to give it your all, though. Nikola Vucevic can't disappear like he did last night against Brooklyn you got to give it your all everybody's got to be there and that's the way you make the play-in tournament you got to get a few lucky breaks if Washington wins tonight rest Zach and Vooch the rest of the year I don't want to see them on the court don't risk any injuries don't risk any BS injuries any any mistakes like that and you start looking toward the lottery maybe use it as an audition of sorts I don't know but I would not play my starters or at least my two stars, Levine and Vucevic. I would not play them. Or if you do, maybe just cut down their minutes a little bit because these games aren't going to matter. As it is, these games really don't matter now. The big thing tonight is the Wizards-Hawks game. Bulls fans and players need to watch that game if they're interested in the play-in tournament hopes because that will determine their fate. If Washington wins... There's no play-in tournament. If Washington loses, there's still a chance. A very slim chance, but there's a chance. Now, let's run through the upcoming schedule one more time. It's the last time we'll do this on the podcast this year. The Bulls play at home against Toronto Thursday night. They travel to Brooklyn May 15th on Saturday, and then they're back home to close out the season Sunday against Milwaukee. It's going to be tough. I'm expecting to come in here next week talking about the lottery and only the lottery, and the draft going forward. Quick programming note, next week, your boy will be appearing on Believe in Betting Chicago with my guy Joey Christopoulos talking about the end of the Bulls season, and we'll probably talk some football in there too because I'm still excited about the Bears, and we'll have some fun and everything. So keep an eye out for that next week. I am going to wrap it up here. Before I go, though, I do want to thank all of you for the support this year. You know, we started this podcast in January as the season was just getting going. Wasn't really sure what direction I wanted to go with it. I knew it would be a lot of fun, and I'm really glad I got this opportunity. And we've made it to the end of the season now. And I just want to thank you all for your support. Thank you for subscribing, listening, interacting. Please continue to do so in the off season. I mean, I just can't, I can't even convey how grateful I am that numbers are doing what they are. 
in the last month. Like it seems like, you know, we're finally finding a groove here. And it's because of you, the listeners. Like you guys have been awesome. And I hope you interact with me on Twitter. And this has been a lot of fun. And we're going to have a lot more fun into the offseason. I'm going to have a lot of guests booked this offseason. I'm going to start having guests on every week because there's not going to be any basketball to talk about from a Bulls perspective. So we're going to have some fun this offseason. And again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for your support this year. And let's keep it going into next year and even beyond. That's a wrap for this week's episode, everybody. Stay stay, stay healthy. Wear a mask. Get the vaccine when you can. We'll talk to you next week to recap the end of the season and look at how everyone else is going to do in the play-in tournament and the playoffs. Take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.